Hey everyone, welcome to the Experience Milwaukee podcast. This is Steve Glenn. I am recording on the go here and uh, just want to share this episode with you. So excited. Seriously, one of my favorite, favorite people in Milwaukee, Adam Gabernitz, joins the podcast and talks with me about everything from our shared love of patios to how the community is rallying around tech thanks to the work that he is doing. Um, just want to thank our sponsors, Advocate Aurora Health, our presenting sponsor, um, also Northwestern Mutual and Transfer Pizzeria Cafe. Take a listen and get out and experience Milwaukee. everyone. Welcome to the Experience Milwaukee podcast. This is Steve Glenn. Yes, I am still at the top of the Northwestern Mutual Tower uh, studio. This is like maybe our secondary studio from now on, I think, mm-hmm. or maybe primary. We'll, we'll change it up. But um, I'm here now in this next part of uh, the whole Milwaukee Tech Hub, uh, Northwestern Mutual commitment to this community uh, series, I guess we've started um, with Adam Gabernitz who is, uh, so if you've listened to the James Hishke episode, I told James, I think there are at least five Adams in the community because you are everywhere. And so, <laughs> and, and, and now on the podcast, so I'd like to welcome Adam Gabernitz to the podcast. Hey man. How Thank are, you. How are Thank you? you? I'm doing great, yeah. Steve. It's good to be here, man. It's good to have you. Um, I don't know where the other four Adams are right now doing, <laughs> doing great, important work in the community. But speaking of that, um, how uh, maybe we'll pretend the listeners have no idea who you are, what you do. Um, I know that's not the case. Um, Tell us a bit about that. Sure. Maybe a little bit about your backstory and then what you do today for Northwestern Mutual. Okay, excellent. So a little bit of a backstory uh, from the area originally uh, was... uh, went out to the Waukesha area. So my father kind of went the entrepreneurial route and was helping grow a business and moved the family out to the Waukesha area when I was around three years old. Uh, After going to elementary, middle school, and high school out in the Waukesha area, I immediately came right back to Milwaukee. (laughs) And it's really only like, what, 20 minutes away to the west? It's really not that far at all, but I knew I was more city than suburban. So I came right back to Milwaukee, Uh, went to the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, so I'm a Panther, so go Panther all the all the UWM fans out there. Uh, and my background is in marketing and communications. So I spent most of my career in either the, you know, like the, the talent space, so doing almost uh, like the staffing stuff on the business development sales side. I'd done some work as an entrepreneur myself. So I had my own business with a longtime friend of mine for several years. Uh, spent some time working over uh, at Manpower Group for a couple years. And then recently have come here to Northwestern Mutual as a senior project manager on the Tech Advancement Outreach team. Yeah. So the team here is kind of interesting because as people have heard from both Todd and James, we're really focusing on this big D idea of growing Milwaukee as a tech hub. So that's probably one of the reasons why you see me running around all the time. Is Everywhere. Yeah. We're out, uh, out doing a lot of positive things. So I think what's, um, what's uh, I guess, interesting, cool, neat, uh, unique, um, you you and I started in our current roles of our day jobs around the same time. Um, and I remember having a meeting with James and you and Valerie and 
um, and just to, to get to know each other, but mm-hmm. also to talk about um, how water technology might be part of the conversation of technology as a whole in the city. And, um, and you were, what, what I remember from that meeting and uh, is just how intently you listened to everybody. Mm. Like such a great observer of things, but also you, you in a very authentic way sincerely listen to people and i think that comes out in your work and how you do things um uh and 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 the the initiatives you're building it's from having your ear to this community mm-hmm. and really understanding the things that can help it um and so how like how did you get into this role like it, I, it's probably all of those things but you know, what came up here at Northwestern Mutual and you said, oh, I want to join that team of people doing things that we don't really know what we're going to do yet. (laughs) Well, that was exactly it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, having the opportunity to have the resources around you to do some really amazing things, but be in some ways kind of entrepreneurial, as I like to call it, was exactly what this was. It was a new thing, it was a new team, and it was an opportunity to build and grow something. And I said, this is great, especially if the focus is gonna be on impacting Milwaukee and the city that I care so much about. It was was a no-brainer for me. And then obviously getting a chance to meet the team, the people that are doing the work, it was one of those situations where I said, I'd love to be a part of this and they want me to be a part of it as well. Let's rock and roll and make it happen. So yeah, Yeah. it was a, it was a pretty easy choice, I guess. So, um, I think the other, besides having, you know, cyborg duplicates of yourself out there in the city, um, you are probably, I, so from my heart, yes, (laughs) the best dressed community person that I see on a regular basis. Okay. So, so I love it. I love your style. I'll take that. I'll I'm take a that. Slob. I wear like t-shirts and jeans. <laughs> you are always come in like with your a game. And so, um, for people who can't, you know, this is a, obviously a podcast. People can't see anything. <laughs> they need to know that those facts. Um, yeah. Hey, I don't know. It's, uh, how you present yourself. I feel like matters. And it does. I mean, for some people, not <laughs> for, me. <laughs> for some people who are not named Steve, then yeah. I guess that's an important thing. I don't know. I, I'm kind of, I've always had this philosophy that if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And I don't know if if you can move from different rooms and, you know, feel dressed and feel confident the way that you're showing up. I think that's an important thing. And I want to take that so badly. I want to take some of that advice. I will. I will. I will try. That's like my new year resolution. Okay. All right. Maybe 2023 or something. (laughs) Not not next year. A year. It's coming up eventually (laughs) because I literally like I'm like, "Ah, I better dress up a little for for this uh, morning at Northwestern Mutual. So I put jeans and my Vans on. So that was, <laughs> eh, it's, it's sad. But uh, dad life. So um, right. I'm just wondering, because I feel it, man, every time we talk, every time you do something, where where does the passion come from for not, not just tech and, <clears throat> and talent, but for the city itself? Where does that come from? Yeah, it, it's funny because I was having that conversation with somebody else uh, just not too long ago. And I think the passion comes from just feeling like it's a community that I, I was welcomed into. Yes. Um, it was just a place where I always felt like I belonged. Uh-huh. And I, I think most people probably feel that way about their homes. Uh-huh. But having had the opportunity to travel all over the country, I felt like this was a unique community. 
And again, having been here for as long as I have, going to school here, I just fell in love with the place and said, whatever I'm focusing on, if it's not in my day job, then at least on the side, I want to make sure that I'm empowering the people, the community to make it the best that it can. It's just a place that I love. Yeah, that's awesome. And so given all that you're working on and, and what you just said, how do you describe Milwaukee to someone who's never been and they're thinking about it, maybe, you know, visiting or even moving here and, and, and launching a career here? How do you tell them what Milwaukee is all about? Yeah, I always tell them that Milwaukee is a fun place, uh, whether Definitely. it be you know sports. Obviously, uh, you look at the success of the Bucks. I'm a mm -hmm. huge basketball fan. You are. So I see that on Instagram. And big stuff, basketball yeah. fan. So uh, love to see the success of that. If you want to come here and check out some sports teams, if you want to go and have a drink, love going out and having a beer or something like that. There's plenty of awesome restaurants, yes. affordable restaurants. Yep. And then I also think about just the state of Wisconsin in general. And you come to Milwaukee and you want to shoot out. We talked about going west to you know, Pewaukee or Waukesha area. You can go boating. You can go camping. You can get some of that yes. kind of outdoorsy aspect of things. And everything's relatively affordable. The people are really cool. I just say, come and check out Milwaukee. I guarantee you that you're going to find something that's kind of appeals to you, right? Appeals to you, exactly. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, I think uh, now we have to know then, given given that so we're just building here, building on this on this story like of it. Adam. <laughs> um, I am wondering where, when you have some downtime ever. Mm -hmm. um, I know you have a family, and so you've got a, you know family stuff. But where yep. are your? What are your favorite sort of? We're not like trying to single everyone up, but what do you like to do? Where do you like to go when you've got mm -hmm. some downtime? You know, hidden gems even, if you want yeah. to Yeah, and I think that's definitely, and you know this is having a kid yourself, I think the the downtime and the place that you can go and just kind of hang, change yeah. a little bit as you have as you have children in your life, but yeah, I'm a huge fan of just being out and being around other people, so mm -hmm. I've always been a big fan of the cafes, so the Cafe Benelux, yeah, the yeah. Hollanders, yeah. I mean, I've always thought those were great places. They're amazing. And for anybody who's been around in the city long enough, they remember Trocadero. Yes. Which was over off of North Water, which isn't too far from, you know, kind of where you would have uh, the Bel Air Cantina, like yeah. off of Humboldt area. On the north end of the downtown. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So I've always just loved those cafes because they were started by someone who was local here. They always just felt fun and unique and it was, they always had cool patios. So and, I've always been a fan of good food cafes. and drinks. And, and exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So love going and spending time at places like that. But I'm also a huge fan of just kind of being downtown and walking around. Um, when I think of new places that have come up recently, I'm a big Sherman Phoenix fan. Yes. So everything that Joanne and Julie and, and has done over there on the north side of Milwaukee is incredible. So I probably do a little bit less of that hanging between job and family, a little bit less than I used to do. Mm -hmm. But I definitely love just kind of being out. And any place you can go hang and sit on a patio, you, you might find me there. Patios are amazing. We're, we're thinking of doing a patio uh, like review, best okay. patio on, for the podcast. So. Okay. Because, I mean, it's just an excuse to go sit on patios and have hey, a beer. That's a, yeah. that's an okay thing. Um, yeah, patios are important, I think. Uh, and mo a, lot of the, a lot of the places around Milwaukee that do not currently have a patio are working their butts off to figure out how they make a patio. Yep. It's, it's, uh, it's, um, I think people are around the city are just expecting it. Even to the restaurants that you know, clearly can't make one, they utilize the curb front. Like the, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And you can sit outside and, and enjoy the weather and plus 
have some great food and drink. So, well, especially because we have kind of a small window to really enjoy yeah, hardcore days, summer. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get out and maximize your patio time. Right, it's no joke here. You do. Um, so, uh, getting a maybe back in a little bit um, more serious about things from your your perspective and the work you do and and the company for which you do that work. Uh, what are a few of the or one whatever of the of some important things for milwaukee over the next few years and even from a patio perspective <laughs> <laughs> if we can find a way to pull it back to the patios yeah. let's make sure we do that right i mean when i think about just milwaukee broadly and uh -huh. and what some of the things that we can be looking to focus on it's taking risks mm -hmm. uh, being so you're, you're you were the second of the three to say that. Really? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. We didn't even plan that either. Yeah, we're maybe just, all three of you have said it. Really? Yeah. All right, we're just we're just in lockstep you're here in, at you're the, in alignment, yeah. uh, the tech advancement and outreach team. I love it, and it well, and I think it's true because we the three people that have been part of these conversations wouldn't be here if we weren't interested in taking risks or doing right. things that are different. So I think generally as a city and as a community, being willing to say yes more than we say no mm -hmm. and simply try things. I mean, you know this as well as anybody. Experimentation, uh, being willing to big air quotes, fail, right. uh, or in my mind, win or learn, is a really important thing if we're going to be who we say we want to be. So that investment in people, uh, in ideas, in organizations that are trying to take risks right. is going to be a critical aspect of of what's going to make this city a success. And I guess to tie back to patios, if you haven't had a patio <laughs> at your restaurant, maybe think about putting one in. Put one in. <laughs> Saying transfer of pizza. There you go. And <laughs> I mean, that's a transfer pizza. That's actually, actually working on one. Now. I love it. I love transfer pizza. It's a great place. But I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. And I mentioned Sherman Phoenix, but if you think about the creation of that space, uh, a building that was literally brought up from the ashes mm -hmm. and a huge entrepreneurial hub in a space that people don't think about entrepreneurial expansion nearly as much as you think about in other places, right. it's there and it's not only doing well, but it's thriving. thriving. And that's an example of people who, in the community who said, let's do something different, let's do something new. It was supported and it's winning. I want 50 more Sherman Phoenixes from north side to the south side and everywhere in between. And the people behind it have a, a clear track record of success yep. in that very space of putting something in a community that didn't, you wouldn't expect it maybe to appear and the community just falling in love with it. Yep. Uh, how do how do people get involved? And then we've talked about mketech.org mm -hmm. with uh, James and with Todd and um, other, other ways people can get involved in things you're working on specifically or some of the events and, and initiatives you have. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I'm always looking for is just people that want to give uh, their time, their treasure, their in-kind is kind of how I refer to it. So I've got an event that's coming up in September. It's the it's going to be the fourth iteration of hashtag IMMKE Fest. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I know, Steve, you've been to a handful of those and I always appreciate your support. But uh, the idea behind it is bring together entrepreneurs from all over the city to share their stories. So it's kind of like a first hour is more of a networking get some drinks hang out get to know each other that six to seven o'clock is the conversations for about the entrepreneurs about the things that they're doing then that's kind of seven to eight o'clock is more networking conversations so for that one it was looking for maybe a food vendor 
looking for a space to host it. No studios, and some of the folks over there have yeah. agreed to let us host it, so we're going to host it there again. It's a wonderful space. And then also looking at speakers. So whether it be saying, hey, I'm available to talk about what's going on and just share my wisdom. Uh, I've got a service or something that I might be able to use to support, kind of like what all the folks are doing with Fall Experiment. But in a lot of ways, it's just saying, do you have something that you'd like to be able to offer? And more importantly, showing up to new and different things mm -hmm. is a way that people can just be there and support with their, yeah. with their time showing up. And people are doing it because the faces that attend the things you do are always different. Yeah. Always different. I mean, you have the, you have people who become the regulars of the things, <laughs> but, um, it's not always just the regulars. Right. I, I've noticed that it's um, every time there's a fresh group of people, different different people, and even the people that you're you're putting on um, are people that aren't normally don't normally have that opportunity, which is really amazing and cool. Um, Absolutely. And I would say for people out there, between LinkedIn and Twitter. Those are two of the best ways to follow what you're doing. Because you're like doing, like I said, you have five Adam. There's five mm -hmm. Adams out there. Mm -hmm. Clone least, myself. I think. Yeah. Um, to keep up with uh, entrepreneur office hours or the IMMKE stuff or mm -hmm. all the things that you're working on. Because you also support organizations doing things in other ways by hosting their events, by attending their events. Like yep. you if people want to know like where to go and what to do, like they just have to follow you. <laughs> so Twitter is a great, I know you're great on Twitter, keeping up uh, with what's happening. And then I, I see a lot on LinkedIn too. Those are mm -hmm. two of probably the best places uh, I think to follow Adam, the Adams. The Adams, yes. Yeah. I, I, I would definitely say both of those. You know, I wasn't, uh, uh, it's probably going to, shouldn't necessarily say it, but I wasn't really a huge Twitter fan. Yeah. And it's something that I've started to try to be better at. LinkedIn was kind of that that in-between for me. Yep. Uh, I, I like Instagram a lot, but I use Instagram less for more of a, a more business side. Stuff, I think, yeah, more yeah. personal side. Facebook, I really don't do nearly as much on there. But I think LinkedIn and Twitter are definitely great ways, especially to get out short, quick things, let yep. people know where we are, what we're up to. But those are always great ways. And, and it's always easy to get a hold of me that way, too. If you hit me up on LinkedIn with a message, I'm going to reply back to you. Sometimes it's easier than email. But yeah, yeah, it's probably a good way to keep in touch with me and figure out what I'm what I'm up to. Yep. And you and I'll vouch you respond. I do. You do. And uh, in, in a great way. So cool. <laughs> well, hey, uh, thanks for jumping on the podcast to share a little bit about what you're doing. Um, we'll uh, have to just do this regularly. So we know, you know, we can keep a pulse on the important things that the community can get involved in around yes. tech and talent and entrepreneurship and community building and uh, coalition building all mm -hmm. that great stuff. So uh, thanks for what you do. Thanks for coming on the podcast, and we'll we'll connect soon. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate you.